0: Yeah
1: your spiritual ego nipple hanging out from your linen kimono
2: tantra colada got you feeling sexy yeah
1: it's time for a boot on tea
2: at the kruta i think we're live are we live yeah in the dragon tea temple so yeah. much uh, beautiful art created here yeah totally
1: i put i wore a hat for this episode because we just shot an episode with roman and it was wearing the same clothes, Got a little. I just wanted to make sure that
2: I had it. not. looks good on you, bro. Thank you. I
1: appreciate that. What tea are we drinking today?
2: Well, this one is, um, it's called the honey nectar and it's a red tea. I don't know so much about it to be honest, but it's like, it's like got a really powerful perfume. It's really good. Yeah.
1: yeah you guys might want to, let me check out the perfume. It's, uh, it's nice. You guys might want to Google what's it called again the red nectar mm. i like that name it's very ubudian we love the nectar
2: here mm. you know what i love about ubud is is like so much uh, freedom for creativity and expression and uh being here like like three years now it's like i've, I've learned to play medicine songs and actually power that we'll have as a guest she she's been my teacher also and it can be also for different form of art so i know you've been into freestyling quite a bit in a good. I love it. I love how like how you just go for it and it's very inspirational. Thank
1: you. Yeah. Thank you. You've inspired me with that. I saw I saw you at Comedy Improv.
2: And yeah, I've we been, do Comedy Improv together. It's yeah. You organise.
1: And um, I remember when I saw you there a few months ago and I had been going like regularly and you just dropped in. And you were like a slingshot. You were jumping up, and I've never mm-hmm. seen anybody do that. And I know how like how inspiring that is, and also how scary it is to jump up and to perform.
2: Yeah, and I'm French.
1: You're, what does that mean?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's it's harder when it's not it's not your oh, because it's not your native, native language. language to uh, yeah yeah to doing for. Actually, I did some in Australia. That's why I was more comfortable now in Ubud. But the first time, it's like it's like yeah, it's so challenging. I yeah, so much for me.
1: That's something to learn. Like us doing this podcast, it's like it's an idea. Pow, who we're gonna have on, like you said, has her own album. Like there's, these are ideas. Like I should have an album. I should have a podcast. I should, like you were speaking. I've seen a lot of your posts lately about bigging up and championing people who mm. are creating stuff, and that's something that in Ubud, we get this like rap. Like we're like sitting in, we're getting massages, sitting in cafes, and like going to ceremonies all the time, and not getting anything mm. done, and being around. I'd say like some amazing people who are getting stuff done. It's pretty yeah. inspiring. You've been speaking about that lately.
2: Yeah, I love the inspiration, like power inspires me, you inspire me. So many people inspire me because they go for it and they're good at it. And so there's the inspiration. But then you could get it from, I don't know, watching your favorite musicians online or different people. But having them around you is is more inspiring, but also is the permission also. I feel here, we're in general, in, in a very non-judgmental place when it comes to Freestyling, uh, like singing music, even though I'm not the best musician, but, you know, I I put my heart into it and people aren't going to make fun of it or think it's weird, you know, like where I come from in Paris, it's like sometimes that cynicism. If you try something new and you're not so good at it, like people like. Be like, ah, you suck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I like, hear people are very encouraging.
1: I find a lot of times that that, like, idea that people say that you suck is, like, a story that we created in our own head, too. Like, it's not necessarily mm. true. Or even if they had that thought, it's not something that they constantly think. Like, they don't have time yeah. for that. They're yeah, so yeah. busy with their, like, watching YouTube and Instagram or, or whatever else is going on in their mm. life. Um, but yeah, we definitely, I know that I can like sit on being like, oh man, everybody's going to judge me and think I'm so Mm -hmm. horrible. But that is something that I find in Ubud is really special because you can go and, and pow is not this person, but like you can go like from amateur status to sitting with some of like the most talented artists in their field in a really expedited timeline, Mm. like, like doing improv with some of the best people on the island which are some of the best people in the world or being able to freestyle with some of the best musicians Mm. in the world like that wouldn't be available except in Ubud and here's the secret the more you do something the better and more comfortable you get at it so having that opportunity really truly like creates this manifesting portal I find
2: Yeah, totally. And I mean, that's what we're doing right now too, right? Like um, this podcast doing it together, finding our flow and uh, getting more (laughs) comfortable in front of the cameras together with guests is some kind of uh, outside the comfort zone experiment. But we do it because we've learned over and over again. That's how we grow and how we grow faster.
1: Yeah. Something I learned once upon a time was learning how to lean, lead from the back of the room like well like a lot of times like we look at leaders like Tony Robbins or Mm. or we look at people who are on the mic you know and some Mm. of the greatest leaders are in the shadows Mm. and learning how to be that because we have this um masculine kind of archetype with leadership like it must be this man it's like Russell Crowe or or um Mel Gibson in Braveheart (laughs) freedom you know and there's this one man but I think Pau, I mean, we keep bringing her up because we're going to bring her up soon, but Pau is a really good example of leader from the back of the room, like watching her, and we haven't even mentioned this, I'll bring it up now, like Mm. she's a member of the band Hanuman Project, which... Is she
2: back of the room
1: though? She's not back of the room, but she's definitely not Pavan, (laughs) she's definitely not Pavan, Pavan is like the Jesus of that, right? (laughs) And yet leading from the back of the room so to speak mm. as a metaphor she brings medicine and she brings a feel yeah. and a sound to it like narayan does and yeah. and other people also acharya like mm. everybody has their own place um but we we're speaking mm. about pal today
2: yeah. and yeah. maybe it's just my perception because when she's there playing it's like there's a halo of light around her and that's what i see you know so it's, like, it's like yeah but i see what you mean she's like um she doesn't try hard to shine and to be in the spotlight. she Just, oh, just
1: understanding your
2: role, knowing your role, yeah. you know? She just is because uh, of her amazing talent that we're gonna hear about in a very short time. Yeah. all yeah. right right now.
1: Do you want to introduce her? Yeah. What, what kind of like words would you say about this person who taught you how a little bit how to sing, a little bit how to play the guitar and and has a halo around her head when you look at her? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, I, I really discovered Pao when I did my uh, yin yoga teacher training back okay. in December with Carlos Romero that we interviewed in the show. And at the end of each day, there was what they call the Palo Santo, where it's basically a great expense for all the senses with good smell, stretching, but also amazing for the ears and the music. And so Pao and Hailey were singing uh, every day and i was just I, I felt like i was on plant medicine just doing yoga and listening to the voice and it was so angelic and so nice and so since then i've been a i've been a total fan of power and being uh and sh- she's been at so many even uh, in ubud and yeah she she got a new album she's crushing it I'm so excited to crushing see it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like Gary V. <laughs> that's, that's like my Gary V. Yeah, <laughs> she, is. she is
1: crushing it. She is crushing yeah. it.
2: So I mean I mean she's also been that you know you talked about being close to people who are so good. Yeah. Well she's been also teaching me the guitar, like how blessed I am to have power directly being a guitar teacher. So yeah I'm super happy to, to have power. Um, how about you? How would you do you have a, a word for her before we invite her to sit down?
1: how is like i just really i i really appreciate her her ease in what she does and the way that she brings people in there's uh just she's invited me to do my poetry and to freestyle after like like she like there's like i trust her in that sense because i've never been ready for it. But I could never say no to her when somebody mm-hmm. with that kind of talent and that kind of um, And that kind of stage presence invites you to be on stage with them Like there's no way that I can possibly say no mm-hmm. And no part of me feels ready until the moment after it's done And I'm like mm-hmm. we should that happen And to be like the instigator for that That was really something special for me mm-hmm. And I just love like being able to connect when I watch her on stage Because she like sees how much me and a lot of us you like love what's going on when she's singing. And she's not in her own process. Like she's with us. Like when you're on stage, like I feel you and I like having that moment and it really makes me feel interactive and part of the performance. So yeah, I'm just like blessed for the space that you create. Should we now invite her
2: on? Yeah. (laughs) Pal, come on. Pal, welcome to the show. Hi,
1: Pal. Hi,
0: guys.
3: Mm. thank you so much
1: we'll just do a little handshake we <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> have to figure this out <laughs> yeah the, the problem with your spot you don't get the hugs <laughs> i get to hug you get, every time though <laughs> <you know? laughs> some bromance here yeah. going on yeah. yeah at the end with we'll a group mm-hmm. hug A group hug
1: and we have a photo and i just want to say like right now we have skip here also who's like part of this mm. what we're
2: doing here so it's really cool to have you too So we've done a little introduction to you, Paolo, with words. But I think the best way for the listener to have an intro to Paolo is music.
3: Mm -hmm. Okay, with all my love, Mm. I'm gonna just play a small improvisation
0: Mm.
3: for this moment. Thank
2: you. Mm -hmm. And we have a the mic setup is is not ideal, so it's perfect as usual in this way. (sighs) weten
1: <sighs> 哈 <sighs> i <laughs> Superpower. (laughs) Hmm.
3: (laughs) I just love to be here with you guys. Do you? You can feel how
1: much we love you, right?
3: Yeah, I feel Mm. it. It's really touching. Really, really touching. Give me a more trust in life Mm. to feel that love and care. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful.
1: can't wait to like Ubud on acid like, clips this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're like polyamorists that can't figure out how to start <laughs>
3: I'm in one post in Ubud on acid with, with animal project the, the one with
1: the mudras right <laughs> yes yeah. which one it. yeah which one was your mudra I'm just doing these. what did they say did they give you a name something for like
3: I'm so serious or something mm. like that <laughs> Not
1: so bad. Yeah, not so bad. <laughs> That's okay. You got your 15 minutes of Ubud on acid fame. <laughs> yeah. So here's the first question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we're just like trying to find uh, structure in the show. i <laughs> are we joking because I was asking for more most, for most structure. So no. <laughs> okay. First <It's> question. Just,
1: <laughs> the first question and it's, it's a doozy. <laughs> um, what do you love about Ubud? Why Ubud? What do you love about Ubud?
3: so many things um can i extend a little bit my yeah answer? You, yeah you can
1: go wherever mm-hmm. you want this okay. is your show okay mm-hmm. yeah
3: so i grew up in nature mm. in the in in first in a house in the mountain nothing else around and then Where? after in france in the alps uh, in mm-hmm. the alps um, and after that, I went, uh, when I was seven years old, I went to a small village of like 150 people. And, and after that, I don't know, like I never really lived in any big city. And I always, um, I, I kind of missed all this like culture part of my life when I was a teenager to go to theater or all these mm-hmm. things, no? even concerts I had like sometimes. But not like it was not something that I had like a, a lot of access to. And the first time I lived in a big city was in when I went to live in South America in, in Santiago de Chile, and there it's like big city, and I I had this experience and it was amazing going to uh, to dancing classes and concerts and jams and so many things. I I was like really nurturing myself with all the possibilities and all the people and. But, yeah, the concrete is not nurturing the soul, no? mm. It's like, it's, we are always doing many things because there is nothing like nurturing. That in nature, you can just sit and be because like there is already like so much energy nurturing just by the trees, the light, the peace. And so, for, to me, Ubud is like the perfect mix. Mm. Of, uh, it's like, I feel like I'm in a city And I have all the good things of a a city, but in the jungle, with nature, like right here. You just go, everything is is concrete, like temples, but concrete now. And suddenly, like you just open a door and there is like a very, very big rice field field and the jungle on the back. And
2: actually, if I can just comment on that, I feel that especially this place, Dragon Tea Temple, made me feel that we have shows and performances a bit like a big city would have. You know, you you go to the opera, you go to the cinema and with Dragon Tea Temple, I feel, oh, I'm going to a proper show, proper person Mm -hmm. performance, like like the best part of the big cities. But then we also have the nature. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. Like, yeah. like I would imagine in Nashville or in like Austin, Texas, like these like mm-hmm. music meccas. But we're getting it in this small, intimate experience, mm-hmm. getting to like meet you, be friends with you, mm-hmm. collaborate with you, you know, and not only you, but that's a very cool thing that happens here. That, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. And yeah, so, and yeah, so this, the nature and city vibe, accessibility to all the things, um, possibility to, to, to work here, and, and a lot, so much abundance. It's like, it's not even just Ubud, it's the energy of Bali, you know? To me, it's mm-hmm. like, if there is one word, the first one that comes to me is abundance. Of everything, of nature, of amazing people, amazing artists, like from all over the world that just come here. A lot of cars, a lot of scooters, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of everything, no? A lot of rain, a lot of sun.
1: true especially in a boot. yeah yeah a lot of amazing tea
3: a lot of amazing tea yeah and yeah what I really really also love it's this no I feel like I came here and and we have this it's so intimate that we have the possibility to meet such amazing people amazing amazing souls Um, and as you say just be together no in these small Mm -hmm. containers I think yeah and I also really really love all the temples of Bali and and here in, in Ubud, it's really rich in on that and all the the, the, um, the offerings of every day and the smokes and that the Balinese people are always taking care of. And I love the Balinese people and how they just take care of everything with so much heart and, and they're so relaxed into life. I don't know, like just like a blessing to be here.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And it's beautiful. I like beauty. harmony and there is this everywhere for me it's very important actually to find a place where to live where it's harmonious and
0: beautiful yeah
1: what's your favorite Ubudian restaurant or meal or something like that Mm. Mm. you can say zest if you want (laughs) you don't have to (laughs) but you can no, it's right your... now,
3: right now, I have many, but right now I really enjoy the food of Usada, actually.
1: Okay, know mm. that, know oh, uh, Cooked food, yeah. Cooked because beef. it's very, it
3: feels, <laughs> it feels very sacred. I don't know how to say. Like every time I get it, I feel like people are cooking with, with a lot of care, and the, you can see them. The kitchen is, mm. like, it's just right here. Yeah, and it's open. There is something special about their food to me. Yeah, cool. About the energy inside of it and healthy food.
1: Healthy everybody loves healthy food. Yeah, I like
3: because it's like What do you get food. there? What do you it's, get there? I, I make my own stuff actually. Okay. <laughs> I tell them what to do, but oh, the burrito is good. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 I like that one too. Oh uh, yeah. I love Zest, of course. And Sage. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay,
1: cool. Yeah. She left I liked, so I like that she left some out. There's some, like, well, players in the game that you love. Moksa, Alchemy,
2: Sayuris. Oh yeah. yeah, I love MOXA actually. And Alchemy, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. okay. We I like to change, you know? Cool. <laughs> yeah. cool. We're, so, so, we're so blessed with, with the, the food. Like, There's a food as medicine here, for sure. It's a great choice. There's also music as medicine. There's a lot of music as medicine here, mm-hmm. for sure.
1: That, that was a segue.
2: Can I go to question two? Yes. <laughs> we said I'm never going to have like two Question two. <laughs> Thank <Question two. Like, laughs> <laughs> you. I love that structure. <laughs> it's like Lawrence is more the free flow and I'm more the structure. So. Good. It's good.
3: Balancing everything.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's our a, a, like, complementarity and, and balance of you bro.
1: As you saw in the last yeah. episode, we needed to have this yeah. episode. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, question two. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, for me, I'm like, when I listen to to you, even like let's bring it to to right now, we are having a discussion with Lawrence about the flow of our episodes and our collaborations, and uh, it was beautiful, heart centered but honest conversation, which also can have its triggers, you know, and its challenges. Totally. It's like open conversation, authentic relating, kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And so, as partners <laughs> that we are, we talk about this. And <laughs> when you came in, you started playing. And just mm-hmm. before I was a little bit in my mind about the conversation and straight away, I was like, "Ah!" Oh. And, and, and I, re- I really felt, wow, this is really medicine. I feel so good. And um, yeah, I, I want to ask you, Pao, like, wh- why you became a, a musician, especially with this kind of medicine songs that I feel are, s- are so healing. What, like, what did you feel in them? Do you also feel like they're medicine? I mean, I know the answer will be yes, but in what way? In what way
3: they're medicine? Or like, you asked me a few
2: questions, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be precise. She's she's so good though. You see how her
1: like... (laughs) What is the actual question? Well, (laughs) she's like you.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I I love it. So what made you fall in love with medicine music to the point that it's what you do today? Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay.
1: Hmm.
2: Nice.
3: (laughs) So I guess from the start, it's like my family there we are on this like we are on this path awake of awakening consciousness and they teach me that from always um, and then i guess i i i was first i found this medicine that is like it's for me but when i feel like when it's something for me it's also for others and if it's for me, it can be for many people also in the same way. And I found this like, it's kind of a, of a trance, a state, a state of being. And I found it first in the dancing. I was doing uh, African, uh, actually, first time was like that I, connect, that I connected to this dance was like with Psytrance music in Goa in India when I was 16. But then after I discovered African dance and I really connected to this like feeling of trance, feeling of connection with myself and expansion and letting go of the mind and 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 after that and i always i mean i always felt a calling to the medicine plants in south america and and i and i went there and at some point it just came to my life and i and i sang in the ceremony in the first one that i did
0: Mm.
3: and my sister was there also and it was really beautiful and i was like whoa okay Mm. i never thought singing was something cool
2: Mm. I didn't care
3: I didn't care at all my mother wanted me to play music since I'm a teenager and I was just like "Mm," a bit rebel and wanting to just do my thing and yeah then with this first ceremony and after I kept having many experiences and and I started to expand and try more and more and connect more and more with my voice and every time I was like really feeling how how, it, how good it feels, no? And yeah, I, I guess like this was the start.
2: Hmm. Uh, um, I mean, when you share, it makes me, I mean, you, you ask how good it feels, no <laughs> question. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. And I had a similar experience for me. The first time I did a, like plant medicine with the grandmother and I heard the icaros, the songs. Um, I, I wasn't I wasn't so connected to music like I liked music, but then something unlocked and it just like then I've I've learned the guitar and medicine songs. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like it's like something super special that I touch with playing music and those medicine songs that unlocked through the ceremony Mm -hmm. that I have since then. And that's like a space I can tune into almost only with that, it's a special vibe. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I can do Kundalini yoga, I can do meditation, different style. They have their own kind of bliss. But this is like, like sometimes that's the the one thing uh, I wanna do.
3: Yeah, I feel it's really hard. Yeah. I really feel the heart. And also something else, of course, like a connection
2: it's like you disappear and you become the vibration like you become mm-hmm. the music
3: yeah yeah yeah
1: i remember when i first experienced plant medicine i was in canada and there wasn't musicians it was just a shaman and they were like i mean i don't remember the song but it was like dooby dooby doo dooby dooby doo. it was like this repetitive almost like i mean <laughs> a much less sexy version of that song the ddd song that you have like not not like beautifully mm-hmm. done um and then i was at a plant ceremony once upon a time where yourself was playing and I remember how my internal experience and the music were one
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I was like oh that's the only like there's no words for it
3: yeah no. the yeah the the power of sound is extremely profound
1: mm-hmm. I have a question you might not be able to answer this but like I like I like conspiracy theories. That's kind of like my like I love diving down into those rabbit holes. And they talk about um, sometimes when I about like the frequency of the pop music that we're listening to mm. being like a very low frequency, and then the, then the the music that's available it's a very high frequency that will touch you and be more subtle and and maybe shift you and and what have you. Like sound being very. Can you speak to a knowledge of that? Like, do you understand that at all in terms of wh- when you listen to music, when you play music? Because that's something that you can speak to and you can adjust to reach those kind of frequencies. Or is that more of a feeling space?
3: I feel like it's just who is behind the music. In what state and what is the intention. Everything is connected, no? And you if- there is like, okay, I'm playing music because I want attention. I'm playing music because mm. I want to make money. I play music because I want people to look at me. Or I play music because, I don't know, or or to manipulate somebody. I don't know. Like, if we go, like, very, very deep in this conspiracy theory, I have no right. idea what's going on. But, but yeah. And then it's like, for to me, I just... Sometimes people ask me, why do we play music? And, and I'm just... There's so, so many, so many, but the first one that i really feel it's like actually i don't know i just i just feel i just feel i have to do that it's my dharma i feel mm. it like this and and i i just connect in this moment so it's i feel purity inside i feel it's pure it's coming it's not coming from i just do it because i love it so much and then i feel oh wow i observe that it's medicine for me. And it's actually medicine for others. And it's also inspiring others. And I can actually transmit a message, or I can change the vibration of a room with my knowledge and with everything that I learn. I can come with the music and, like, and like bring like more uh, joy or more de- depth with the music. It's, yeah.
1: Did you always see yourself as
2: a... Can, can I just add something on, on just on that topic of the frequency? Yeah, there was, um, do you guys know Ryan Whitewolf, amazing yes. Musician and also Shaman, do you know? I don't know him. Okay, but he's, um, yeah, he's done an interview for another podcast by my friend Monty Hook. And he actually was kind of shortlisted to be in the music industry and to be a, a kind of a pop star. And he explains in that podcast, uh, if, if you look ra- Ryan White Wolf and podcast and Monty Hook, he explains that he was told pretty bluntly that uh, it's there's also like a manipulation kind of mind control through music that's, that's been made and he didn't want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want, to, that's a good rabbit hole. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool yeah. that you added that in and that's cool the way you're serving tea like talking that's yeah I'm like i'm just noticing that's awesome and thank you for coming back because that's actually for with me like in terms of our, i'm like this is like <laughs> this is <laughs> the meta version i'm like oh okay how do you feel about that Alex? <laughs> um can i go to the next i, I want to touch yeah. something about did you always see yourself as a musician
3: no not at all
1: so i what, did you how did you what did you think you were gonna do like, when you grow up like So so as I
3: said before, my mom, she was like, let's play an instrument. She was actually like pretty not inviting, almost like pushing. My sister, she plays violin since she's six years old. And I Mm -hmm. started with flutes and I didn't like it. And after I played piano, but I was like, okay, I'm going to play piano. But I don't want to read music. I just want to learn it. I just want to feel it. Okay. And and then after that, I just like totally like let go of the music and went to painting. I learned uh-huh. painting, I studied uh-huh. painting and after I studied dancing
0: uh-huh.
3: and with the plant medicine and the ceremonies, watching my friends and people that I admire mm. singing and me experiencing it in the ceremonies actually was the most the most calling. And I but still I was just like doing it for fun. But I wanted to be a dancer, but I started <coughs> dance very late. So. For dancing, I, I at some point I realized like if you don't start when you're a teenager, you cannot really make a.
1: But music, you didn't start late, or you did. But, I did start late, but it's music. a different relationship. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's different.
1: This is big, like this is because yeah. like, I just got a guitar. <laughs>
3: yeah, well, I. I, w- I
2: want you to ask you actually, Lawrence. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I just got it. It sits there.
2: Because Lawrence, you're you're someone. Like I know you're like you 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 have something you want to learn and you just go for it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you'll pick a guitar and go after two it. weeks you'll be like singing in front of the fire. And so I wanted to I wanted to ask you where you are with that because I, I'm like always, there. yeah, very, <laughs> like impressed by your skills to go for it. I still haven't heard you sing so much or play an instrument. So I was I was wondering where you're. I'm not very far. The fact that I'm even talking about it right now yeah. is like
1: is a step mm-hmm. forward. So that's a big deal. I and the fact that I made the purchase yeah. is kind of a. <laughs> my friend is, we just went away. Jackson went away, yeah. and he was like, "I have this guitar, and what do you want to do with it?" And I was like, uh, "I just like, oh, it would be cool." Yeah. So I, I, w- I wanted to bring that up with you because I think it's inspiring, because. Dance. Yeah. I would love like to dance too, like Justin Timberlake, you know. But like maybe because just I, for fun. Just for fun, or just
2: we, we like good dances. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I No, I love to dance, but like to get to to like make a life with this starting at 22 years old. No.
2: Yeah.
3: You need to, you need to train hardcore.
1: <laughs>
3: mm. Yeah. So music and what what was the just to finish the the question, the just music like starting late. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and it, and at some point actually just like I I was resisting it and life through somebody like brought it to me like I had this I did this school of like dance theater and I was and I was uh, I wanted to dance for the final performance and my teacher was actually deciding what I'm going to do and like in I don't know for five scene uh, three of them I was playing music and I was I was pissed off Mm. I was like I want to dance and he make me play music. <laughs> and, and, and not long time after that, everything started to switch. And when I realized that like, everything started to like getting like, I started to get invited to play in, in band and do things and everything started to flow with ease, way more than, than me wanting to dance. Everything started to be like so mm. easy and I, and I, I was like, oh, okay, great. And I just went for it. And for you about starting late, just go for it. I would recommend to like, choose a song that you like, that is not so difficult and just learning.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Noted.
3: <laughs> Something fun, you know?
2: Yeah. I don't know which one, but yes, I know. And. I- Actually, on that, uh, I have a little shout out for you, Lawrence, because we talked uh, at the beginning of the episode on how here we go outside our comfort zone and we create fields of, of uh, permission. And that's something we cultivate in our relationship. I think all of us here uh, with Lawrence, I know. And you invited me to play the guitar, for example, to your yoga class. Yeah, and for me, it was, oh. it was yeah, yeah, and definitely inspired from what you do, Paul, also mm-hmm. with, uh, with Carlos, mm-hmm. with Palo Santo, okay. playing music during yoga. And so you invited me, which was so outside my comfort zone, but I feel I, yeah, I grew so much from it. And so I'm very, I'm very grateful to feel my friends are here helping me to ele- elevate me. If you're free tomorrow
1: at 4 o'clock, I have another class, no musicians. You're welcome to come.
2: Okay, thank you. No. So are you, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Both of you are invited.
3: here.
1: Oh, I'm going to cool. go to that. I'm going to go to that. So our duet is going to wait for it. <laughs> yeah, but you're welcome to come mm. if you like.
2: And, and the little other thing I wanted to, to share on is I feel uh, like also my parents, when I was a child, they tried to teach me the piano, but it was boring. And and I, I love what you said about like just it came like you had fun playing, you really wanted and it wasn't like just, mm-hmm. okay, you have to do that. You have to do that. It's just um, so I think that's how you learn Lawrence too, is like pick a song and learn to play it even if it's not perfect
3: and And then, when you really when you really decided that you want to do something, then you can you go in the technique and in the in the things that are not so nice mm-hmm. or fun, but you'res there's no more question, so you just do it with so much passion
2: It's quite natural because when you pick up a song and you start doing it and then it doesn't sound as good as you want, you're more motivated to learn mm-hmm. those refinements
3: yeah and they could change the 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 schools, the music schools, I guess there is a few children's traumatized by by music by the music school yeah that they they just see music in a totally different way that i see it for sure
1: but you also had the freedom to make the choice on your own as much as your mom was like do it do it do it you were able to say no until you were able to make the choice to say yes and i think that's really really important music almost (laughs) sounds to me like uh some people like are so thankful for God and for church, for example, or for their religion, right? Like some people are like, like they are successful because they have this connection with, and then other people are traumatized by it. And it, mm-hmm. I feel like music, because of its resonance, has a very similar experience. Do mm. hmm.
2: so we have a question number four? It's It's three, that's your question. The creative process for the album. Okay, okay, okay.
3: okay let's come to the serious stuff yeah
2: (laughs) well
1: one of my favorite book titles is barack obama has this book called the uh, the audacity of hope and i love the word audacity Mm -hmm. because it just means like being brave and crazy and like and, and and making that like jump into a place where the rest of the world might think like who like who are you to become the first black president of the United States, for example. So who are you, Pow? as a musician? Because I know a lot of really talented, beautiful, amazing musicians that do not have an album. Who are you? How do you say your last name? Which one? Whichever one I'm going to say right now. <laughs> Which one do you suggest I say right now?
3: Okay, you can say Paula Lopez.
1: Paula Lopez. Who are you, Paula <laughs> Lopez, to have your own album? And what did was there a process to see yourself as somebody with an album? Did it did you did it take courage or anything to to see yourself and have that audacity?
3: So I when I just started to play music, I Maybe just if, maybe I learned a few songs and very, very fast I started to compose. And, and actually so many of my compositions are just lost in the... I don't know where, because I, I didn't record them, no? And so this was always going with me and I was also part of other groups and playing music with other people. And I did record uh, an album with my band from before that was like Organic Trance and it was not the music that you want to listen at home. It's for live music, no, for live concerts. And we did this album and I had like experiences in the studio and, and also understanding, I mean, experiencing the pressure of the studio of like having uh, time pressure, money pressure, even if it's amazing at the end, how do you really still vibrate the same energy of, of relaxation and transmission? Already like the mic and everything is a thing, no? But like when there is also this pressure, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. So I just, I just felt this is one side of like me wanting to 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 be able to record my own album because I did everything. I, I actually, this these experiences of recording with other people and in studio led me to really want to do it myself, to have like full freedom, be able to record at 1 a.m. until 3 a.m. if I want, whenever the inspiration is coming. No? And I, I it's not that I wanted to have an album or I don't know, I just I just had so many songs and I, I just wanted to share them and put them somewhere and, and so I learned Ableton, when mm-hmm. I, actually when I had this dream and then I arrived to Bali and two days after started a retreat with Baptiste and Pablo and I learned Ableton and…
2: Which is an instrument?
3: It's a program on the computer.
1: Ah. Yeah, with this like… how would you describe this? It's, like- it's
3: just with the computer
1: actually. Not the thing that you press?
3: So this one, you can have it with it. It's for playing live. Okay. But me, I just learned the one on the oh. computer to actually to just record. And also, you can I can create some beats or things, but my my focus was more on that. And, and so, yeah, I just... Yeah, it was interesting. I, I had this dream somewhere of, like, one day I want to record my album, no? And I wanted to do that, and... And I... I arrived here, I did this course and then COVID hit and I had so much time. I had so much time to to do it. And my friends, Baptiste and Pablo were like, your music is good. You, you should, you should record an EP. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. And then, and they were like, we're going to help you. And I was like, oh, great. And then after I was like, guys, I have so many songs. Mm -hmm. I can't just do four songs. I have way more. And so I started the the process and I did to, to be able to to do it I I did the crowdfunding and I raised 10,000 euro last uh, 2 years ago and yeah so I just like did mm-hmm. everything the video edition I learned about uh, Final Cut and 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 after learning from Ableton and I create all the the project now and I and I did it and after I just started, I just mm-hmm. recorded and spent hours and and then I I just go into this creative process with the program. I just record and I create all these uh, layers of voices and all these details and I can just really create what I feel in the moment. And it's, it's
1: passionating to me. Mm-hmm. Passionating. Passionate. <laughs> How do you say? It? I don't know. Like, it's, it's, you're passionate about I'm
3: it. Passionate about it. And, I and did this mistake many times. That's,
1: that's okay. okay. <laughs> it's okay. I love. I love the the creativity. It's great. Like,
2: yeah. And I think in your question also, Lawrence, I don't know, but how I interpreted it is um, because we talked about that permission and who are you. Like, did you at some point get some kind of imposter syndrome, or or do you just flow naturally? Did you think about
3: there is, okay, so there is, really a strong, a there is a strong calling inside of me of doing my thing to feel good, for sure. Like I, I, I can do for others and be in my place in the like in the background or helping, supporting others. But there is also an energy in me that knows that there is something more for me. And, and, and for that, and it's like a a calling, a, even like a pulling from life to create and to do this.
1: That, I think, is really beautiful. And that's really, like, I'm really thankful that Alex, because that's what I was thinking too. It's mm-hmm. like, because right now there is no, there is no resonance or um, residue of imposter syndrome. It almost feels like this connection that you have to what you do is like, it's like a red carpet. Like, there is no obstacles
2: in the way. There's like a nino sense to it Oh, There like, is, just the, do the, it. there
3: is, there is, it's not obstacle, like challenges. Yeah, what are the
2: challenges? And, and, I, and, and
1: I know that the, I know that the world will create challenges for you. Like maybe it's expensive or maybe somebody doesn't want you to do it the way you want it and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. I want to know about that too. What I'm trying to get at, and maybe it's, it doesn't exist with you, which is beautiful. What's the internal challenges
0: hmm.
1: or limitations?
0: Yeah.
3: So I feel like this, this calling of like doing my own thing, I, it could make me feel uncomfortable, like in a, in a strong way to not, like I could not feel satisfied if I'm not accomplishing what I need to do for myself. I guess it's like actually for many people, you know, in different ways. We need to really do, manifest what we are here to manifest. And if we don't do it, something feels like not like,
0: mm-hmm. like
3: comfortable, right? And, and so it did create like people telling me that I'm a selfish. Um, oh. At some point, not anymore but <laughs> maybe in the beginning a small challenge to like hey, do you really want to do that? Like the divine would be calling me in like hey, are you ready to do that? And, and after on the way challenges on the way there is this even now and it's like I feel like I'm healing it a lot lately actually but there is this um a background fear of taking too much space and and shine too much that because it's sometimes it's just it's just happening I just take and like I take all the space and and I I just because I'm just uh, fully like enjoy or in my full potential of freedom and femininity and if I play guitar on top of that maybe I'm just everybody's gonna just like be on me for a moment and i i start to feel bad that some other people are not getting enough uh attention and that i'm getting too much and and i it's it's a thing for me but i heard many friends like just take your space because it's medicine for everybody and it's for me it's a it's an art to know how to take it and how to also leave it and give it
1: yeah and this is
3: very important like it's like in the creation of the album and in playing music in general and in life no exactly when to when to put when to give and when to like retire and like exactly this balance to me it's very very important how much instrument you put and how like everything no and yeah and lately many friends are like really encouraging me to to really to really go for it and it does i I feel the difference and actually more i just fully step into this i don't know how to call it it's kind of a freedom and power and being myself fully everything starts to be way nicer around me and everything starts to vibrate more beautiful and it's and it's not its not making anyone feel uncomfortable, actually. It's more like encouraging others to also take their power and also express what they want to express in the way that they want to express. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you've done that for me, for sure. I mean, I say it all the time, and I'm just really, really thankful.
2: Um, so it's cool. It's cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's, I, I, I like how you put it also, how you... Because we talk about permission and, and going for it. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, it's like a, a balance of owning our light and when it's the moment to be in the light and going for it and not be overly shy. And I think we, most of us, we grew up in societies that like to keep us small. Mm-hmm. And here in Ubu, there's that permission to, okay, I'm going to step into my power and do the thing. But (laughs) and (laughs) (laughs) there is also, at least I can speak for myself, I try to find that balance between, yeah, being in my power, in my gifts, but also having an awareness of what's right in the moment and not pushing that and and feeling what's the energy. And actually, that's why I love tea ceremonies too, Mm -hmm. because it's very similar in people speaking. And there's a flow of energy rather than, a loud dinner where everyone speaks over each other. It's like it's like, oh, the energy wants me to speak now and you do it naturally. And then the energy wants it to go to someone else. And I feel with the with the music you have that awareness too. And maybe maybe you're the most amazing artist, but maybe sometimes it's it's also nice to yeah to have this awareness of whose turn it is to play a song. You have that sometimes around the fire with okay, whose turn it is to mm-hmm. to this play. Is-
3: to me it's really important mm. this is like very important energy yeah. to be like yeah. this awareness in music and yeah. in the conversation as you said also it's so important yes. maybe a musician can be amazing but it's just like non-stop
0: mm.
3: no mm. it's too much this listening and awareness of like stepping back and coming in in the right moment make a a good musician an extremely good musician. Yeah. To me, Mm. make a big difference.
1: I think we all relate. (laughs) You know Mm. what I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure. I think even in the show, like, the balance between who's speaking, whether it's guest, myself, Alex, or here's the other part that I think that you'll be able to speak to, when you allow silence, when we just allow silence to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Letting the silence speak. (laughs)
2: talking about the creativity in Ubud you you talked about your music being made to um, be able to listen to it on a more daily relaxed vibe and uh, I went to the opening of a beautiful boutique in Ubud by my friend Thomas and Malvina (laughs) and uh, when I entered the boutique they make beautiful clothes and jewelry and uh and your album was playing i was fitting so perfectly
0: no oh, beautiful oh
3: amazing mm-hmm. it's so touching also some two women start to learn my song with piano wow. and it's and make stories and it's really touching it's beautiful
2: yeah i wanna learn danse avec les vagues mm-hmm. okay the guitar. <laughs> mm.
1: i listened to your song your whole album today in my work session and which, i like just like
3: which one is your favorite song
1: It's the ones I remember, and Travel Inside is the one I remember. I can't speak to it because you're speaking in so many different languages and everything. I don't know the title of the song. It was literally a Spotify play. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's also Travel Inside because I was with you at the boutique, and they were playing it.
3: Oh, this song. Yeah, so it was
1: the one I was like, there's a part of me that's like a kid, like my friend is on the radio, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's that kind of vibe that's going on right now. So having okay. access to you on Spotify and hearing your music happen at the boutique, for example, and I get in the car with Jasmine and she'll have your album playing, I'm like it's just like familiarity creates depth and like and an acknowledgement for me. Beautiful. Yeah.
3: Nice. After I have one more album that is already ready that I'm gonna mm-hmm. release in, in September I hope. Cool. And then another one later and way more music i have so much <laughs> i'm i'm looking forward it's like i'm like trying to like give to the world i mean I'm, I'm not trying i'm just doing what's calling in the moment and what feels aligned but then it's like a beautiful way to share all the different uh, colors that i can explore
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. and bring yeah, yeah next,
2: there's something <laughs> <next question. laughs> there, there's something i, I love about a wood um, and we t- we touched on it, but it's like how we support each other in the mm-hmm. community. It's not always the case. Like, I've had experiences when I felt, well, a lot of, um, like, in Australia, they call it the tall poppy syndrome. Mm-hmm. It's like when someone tries to do something ambitious, almost like their friends and the people around them are like, oh, it's weird, you can't do it, or they're mm-hmm. a bit jealous. Um, well, I feel here it's like people r- really elevate each other. How did you feel you were very supported?
3: This is I mean when in the first question I I didn't spoke about that, but this is Ubud is the community and the support of the community. I feel family here. I feel I I feel really family and this is so precious and Mm -hmm. beautiful. I feel so supported in many moments in the downs in the highs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Speaking of family, I have a question that keeps coming up and it's not on the it's not on the question list, but I'm going to ask it um, with permission. Uh, <laughs> you, you have thank you how did how did how did you join Hanuman Project like how did that moment happen how did you make that connection how did they invite you in I don't know anything about mm-hmm. that you just feel like you're part of it you know But that obviously had so, to have a moment
3: I would say my my uh way of seeing the process huh maybe yeah. uh, they have a different
1: we'll ask every single one of them then yeah, <laughs> yeah. how did how join <laughs>
3: <laughs> so i we were living in this uh, villa in the north where i did this uh, course of the ableton uh-huh. in spirit retreats and there were also my friend uh, chazier there and she was telling me about them and they came also to our last performance i didn't really i saw them but i didn't know and they left early but they saw me singing and they saw me performing there and and they knew shazier and they were because it was covid time they were doing this kirtan online and one day they just invited many girls like it was walker pavan ryan and many girls
1: (laughs) And you and were we one were, of them.
3: Yeah, and we were all doing the chorus for them. And for me, it was the first ever time that I discovered their vibe. And I guess, like, the next the next one, we were only, only me and Shazier. So they kind of, like, to me, they kind of, like, I, I, I don't know how did that happen, but they maybe they just noticed what is resonating the most, and, like, also maybe about the ability to sing, I yeah. guess. And then they maybe they choose like that also maybe there is another like for sure they wanted to sing with chazier and because i was living in the same house the day that they came to do a i don't know what happened but we were just all together and it just happened and we just started to sing and speak about the future and the future gigs and and i was just there and it just started i don't know Mm. yeah and i'm so grateful
1: yeah i bet bet. what a gift i'm sure they're grateful of you too yeah it's really special yeah we don't have forever. We have like mm. 10 minutes or something left, yeah. but we wanted to hit another topic, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, we wanted, but actually we talked about it, which was, um, it was more about the influence of plant medicine, yeah. but we talked about it. What I would suggest, if I have your permission, is I'd love to do a quick um, tarot and what it evokes to you, oracle card. And the reason is because Haile is the person also that sings with power. Yeah. So I find that that's a mm. good flow. Yes. And then we can take the yeah the five, uh, five minutes for a song. Finish. Yeah, if cool. sounds you good to that. me. Sounds good yeah. to me. So, basically, I said like I discovered you singing at Carlos' teacher training. Yeah. in yoga, and you were singing with Hailey, who's gonna be on the show too. Amazing singer, also, but she makes this beautiful shadows of light oracle card. Mm-hmm. So we we had an idea that could become a signature of the show if we feel mm-hmm. it's it, It's good. Is that you? You pick a card. And you just say what it evokes to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you ready to pick a card,
0: pal?
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go through the like, mini process. <laughs> For those of you at home listening right now, I'm holding a deck of cards, and she's about to pick one. <laughs>
3: Okay, so... um,
2: Perception, the dreamer.
3: There's something very interesting about these cards. I have them at home and I use them a lot. And when I'm really, really clear and I really take my time to ask the question, in general, the answer is very clear. And now I was a little bit fast. Mm -hmm. I didn't like fully focus. So I don't feel like it's related to my question. But this card... Um... Yeah, it's really interesting. It's, you know, the way that we look at life can change everything. Right?
2: Mm.
3: Yeah, mainly that.
2: Have you had a like a big shift in how you look at life and has changed your life? Because I agree. I think perception is everything.
3: I think it's a daily thing, actually and 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 every time coming back to ask ourselves like how we or like just internally you know like observing how we react on something and if it's like just because of a memory or or because of a wound or whatever and what if we look at this situation or this person or whatever comes with like an empty empty mind just receptive Mm. or just just with joy maybe something that normally make us feel like a trigger what if we find another way to look at it and it's yeah. making us feel joy and it just changed the frequency of the reality and everything start to change and and this is the way that we can I feel to me like start to to heal deep deeper and, and change our reality and create our dream life the dreamer
1: before mm-hmm. you finish off with the song do you have any questions for myself or Alex well,
2: just before that on the on the perception I, I want to rebound because um, like yeah for me I really resonate and one thing I've added in my life that changed perception is gratitude yes. and just looking at things and always coming back to gratitude which yes. makes that the very same situation becomes like so beautiful and it's like that childlike innocence, rediscovering the magic of life every day. Yeah. And so I wanted to share how grateful I am for your music and for you being here. I wanted to share with you, Lawrence, how grateful I am to do this um, this podcast, this show with you. And I feel um, our, our collaboration is, is growing and more flowy and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. So, yeah, that, that was I am very grateful
3: also to be here with you guys and i admire both of you and mainly i really really admire and i'm grateful for your hearts mm. wow and of course like the open mind and playfulness
2: thank you and so do you have a question for do you have an so i yeah
3: mm. what's your intention in doing this podcast mm
0: mm
1: <laughs> Um, Well, we we answered this question actually, somebody asked us of this the other day, and my answer was, and I'm open to it evolving as I answer, Mm -hmm. that's one of my kind of strong suits is Mm -hmm. spontaneously letting the words come out, and it feels pretty steady to create a platform for genius like you. And through creating that platform, creating a frequency where myself and Alex and everybody who's watching can marinate in that. What comes to mind recently for me is that idea that the five people that you spend the most time with become you. And if I can marinate, if I can swim in the same waters as POW or as in Roman or as any number of amazing people who reside and, and are part of this community, then like for me, I am so grateful. And also, like, if I can help you,
2: mm. like,
1: if if this if this podcast helps sell one album, which it probably should, like, at least one album, <laughs> that's a gift. Mm. Like, I'm so happy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not only for the person who gets to listen to your music, but also for you for the hard work mm-hmm. and for the and for who you are. Thank you. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it is hard work,
0: <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Mm. And for me, I would say it's uh, uh, threefold. <laughs> So, growing <laughs> so num- number one <laughs> is the structure well first it is for um, selfishly for me but also with that collaboration with lawrence it is a way to just have fun and self-expression it's gross for us so it's beautiful we're connecting so i'm just having a lot of fun and i'm growing through it so that's the way i'm doing it with with my brother lawrence the second intention is the community is to feature amazing people like mm-hmm. you, Pao, and so mm-hmm. many amazing people we have here mm-hmm. because uh, they do amazing things and the world benefits from hearing from them, whether it's people here in Ubud or people who listen to it. And the third intention is through showcasing this, it's creating a new perspective, new perception of what life can be. I think how we live in Ubud yeah. is already the new earth what i mm. call the new earth and we already live in it and it's not about when the new earth is going to come it's like it's already sp- It's ha- how fast is it, it going to spread to other places in the world and if people can see um people who speak from their heart who create from their heart who connect with nature with each other in the way we do and see that it's a way anyone can live I think the the world would be way better so I think that yeah. can be an example we're not perfect but that can be a good example mm-hmm.
3: beautiful yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. thank you for doing that
1: thank you it's for beautiful. being here yeah and thank you Alex for speaking that so eloquently and creating a space <laughs> we are ready okay for the closing of this episode mm-hmm. which is like gonna be done hopefully with you just doing you yeah.
2: last cup of tea and i'm happy to replace the traditional slurp with a song by pao
1: yeah we have a traditional slurp that our guest goes <laughs> but you think you can slurp in, in your beautiful rhythm should i play yeah 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 that's basically what we're saying <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can play what you want but i love dance avec les Oh. <laughs> That's a okay. request.
3: The thing is, I don't, I don't Depend play it, it since is. long time.
2: Okay, depends. What you? Comp- I love all your songs.
3: I think I, I need to practice. To yeah, practice. yeah.
1: Let's do it. Let's
2: I'm do it. I'm sorry.
3: It.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, love I, I love that. <laughs> I've been,
3: I've been like dedicating my life to social media and promotion for this album right yeah. now. I've, uh, I need to play more music now. It's next. Mm. It's gonna be that.
0: Mm. Thank you.